and welcome to the TOVG podcast. We are we are back after a week of of being in the hospital for cardiac arrest because video games have become <laughs> bad and we just couldn't handle it. But, oh, but I forgot we've, about that. We've woken up with some renewed energy. People have come to us on Twitter talking about them like rolling the dice between the three <laughs> options we were tossing about of like having to buy a season pass for the rest of your life or. <laughs> Or, or just going into cardiac arrest or actually ending up with a fun video game. Mm. And I think a lot of that, that the renewed energy, the, 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 the life that, that I'm trying to bring back into my life comes from the good vibes of, of, of how good the internet humor is these days, partially brought to us by our guest here. Uh, someone show is is here with us live in the studio tonight. Yes, yep, that's right. Otherwise known as fabulous studio Pro ZD, a delicious. You probably know him from hilarious videos on Instagram, Twitter, Vine when that existed. Also, a voice actor. Yes, yeah, yeah, voice actor turned meme magician. I'm gonna put that's... that on my on my business card. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful success oh, story. It's the American dream, right? So, um, you you make a lot of uh, vines and YouTube videos that lampoon the cliches and the contradictions and 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 the funny little observations you see in JRPGs and anime all the time, and they're like spot on. Oh well, thank you. I yeah, I, it's uh, it's not. Like, that was, like, my go-to, like, pick-me-up for a while, back when oh, Vine yeah. was a thing, was, like, go to Comedy Vine. Wow, Comedy Vine really sucks. <laughs> go to Protease Vine to, like, like get the bad out, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ref- a lot of people say that, the that, like, they use my videos to, like, get over a bad day, which is nice. It's nice to hear that. I'm, I'm glad people enjoy them and it helps them out in some way. For me, it's just yeah, like these dumb videos, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad it can help the world, I guess, in some way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely, it was nice seeing that uh, after Vine, you know, left, yeah. you were just like, I'll just keep making it in other places. And then Twitter made it so that pretty much, you know, videos loop exactly like Vine. So Yeah, that's a funny thing. Uh, and uh, I had already had audiences on like YouTube and Tumblr already, so uh, it wasn't like a huge deal for me it was just more like mm-hmm. oh you know i liked i liked vine as a medium more so for seeing other people's vines um right. but i'm not gonna stop making them you know so i just keep doing my stuff uh elsewhere you know mm-hmm. um so wait is vine is vine gone yeah pretty much uh wow, i did not know that it's like <laughs> it i mean the archives are up basically but otherwise you can't make new vines they have like um can you swear, swear on this or not? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, go nuts. Okay, okay. So they got this <laughs> shitty app now where it's like the Vine, the Vine camera, which is like the it basically you can make Vine style videos, but you can't upload them. It's just like for your phone. Oh, okay. Uh, so I deleted that immediately, and then right. <laughs> I'm like, it's like fuck that. Like I'm not gonna bother with that. Um, I really, it just, uh, yeah, it's pretty much gone. Everyone's moved on to other websites. Uh. Kind of sucks, but so do they want people just using Twitter instead? Because it was it was the same company, right? Well, Twitter bought Vine, 
uh, and then did jack shit with it. Uh, and then killed it. Yeah, and then killed it, which I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. I feel like there are ways they could have made money off of Vine, but they just didn't seem to give a shit. So they kind of uh, did what what uh, EA does with every game developer that they purchase. Mm, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not the same company. Uh, I do know that the because I I knew the lead of Vine, the lead developer of Vine, and she I think works for AT and T now. Uh, doing something over there. Um, so, yeah, I think Vine is pretty much just... I don't know if people who worked at Vine still work at Twitter. Maybe some do, some don't. I don't know the details, but Vine effectively is gone, which... Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a waste, in my opinion, but what are you going to do? Yeah, it, it kind of sucked because, like, right when it died was when I was like, you know, I made a couple Vines and I had fun. I'm going to try and just, like, make that a thing. Make one every two weeks or so. Just a little, yeah. little creative thing. And then it was like, by the way, Vine's dead. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Not gonna do that then. Right. It was just a way to get put out, like you know, stuff quick and low pressure, and just you know, because I don't. It's like you you can't always do like giant production videos yeah. or stuff. So it's a way yeah. to just get your creative thoughts out there, um, in an accessible, quick way. Um, yeah, that was that was really the charm of it. They yeah they, they seemed like scrappy underdog little bits of of good comedy by design, but by mm -hmm. I mean design of the platform. Yeah. So what came first, uh, voice acting or internet sensation? <laughs> uh, <laughs> voice acting first. Um, ah. I've been doing that, or I guess I've been doing it like shittily for years but i start i would say i started really seriously doing it maybe 2012 i'd say mm -hmm. around then uh, that's when i started getting actual paid work um because you know you get you get like when you're if you're starting on the internet you know you're not going to be good and people who think that they are when they're voice actors are probably not there's a few exceptions i guess but um you know i was also young like this was like 10 years ago so i was like you know, 16, you know, mm -hmm. I was really like shitty Mike, just doing it just to do it. And, um, and then 2000, I think 2012, I was cast in a game called Apotheon and that was on steam and then later released on PlayStation four. And I played the big main antagonist Zeus in that. And that was like my first, um, game. And then this from there, I've done some other indie games here and there. Um, I do uh, voices for some internet stuff and just all kinds of stuff now. Um, and then I'd say the uh, internet sensation. Uh, that, that started... Um, I don't know exactly... Because the YouTube stuff, that's pretty recent. Like, I've been on YouTube mm -hmm. for, for ages, but I would say, like... In the past, last year was when I got a huge sort of up shoot of attention. But, mm -hmm. like, I've been on Vine, and that was, like, I don't even know at this point, like, 2015, 2014? I don't remember. And I would say, I guess, that might be the first platform where people really started to, I guess, know who I was. Probably because they actually saw my face. Um, I yeah, think, that makes sense. I think that helps a lot, because before that, I did a lot of... Um, videos uh, with audio and a lot of those got passed around but people didn't ever associate them with me people still to this day are like oh you did this blank video 
um, because it doesn't have my face in it or because I'm doing a different voice in it. Um, but right. I, you did a, a couple of songs on, yeah. as like, like yep. characters that really don't fit the song. Like, I, oh, yeah. you like did the, like goofy singing Evan, Evanescence, right? Which yeah. is, yeah, that uh, is one of the, I guess, most notorious things I've done. Yeah. And, and I had that exact same moment you were talking about where Jimmy posted mm. that in, in Skype. And I, I remember Matt at MAGFest last year. Yeah, <laughs> you just pulled your phone out in the middle of the hotel room when everyone was 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 leaving because we gotta we gotta watch Goof Troop. Um, and and pulled that out and and we all thought it was the funniest thing we'd ever <laughs> seen in our goddamn lives because because we were all drunk. It was great, and then then <laughs> yeah. it was like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> yeah, I because I, I didn't know like when Jimmy said like, oh, we're gonna have uh, this guy on. I was like, oh, okay, like uh, what? Well, shoot me his channel. And I'm like, oh, I've watched these videos before. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh my oh, god. Okay. Ah. Also, that I just, makes more uh, sense. Scroll down the YouTube channel. There's there's like a lot of goofy down here. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was a there was a period where I was uh, I basically put those out because I was enjoying them, and then after a certain point, I was like, I don't want to do these anymore, and then I stopped doing them. And uh, so they just like, described but, like every YouTuber's midlife crisis. Yes, I was about to say the same thing. I was just yeah. like, sometimes you you get that urge and it you hit it, you hit your stride, and then you just kind of it kind of fizzles out a bit. Right, change to something else. Yeah, um, I feel like because I genuinely because my rule of thumb with YouTube has always been uh, do it if I like doing it, and I don't. I I mean, I don't care about chasing trends or trying to get the most views or whatever. Um, I just some of my stuff, I guess, just happens to get that attention, which is nice. But it's I've never. I feel like I just fucking hate it if I was like. (laughs) putting out stuff I didn't care about or like doing. So, oh, yeah. Um, and so the goofy stuff, there's like quite a, like, I don't know how many, like maybe eight or ten or so uh, different covers. And I really liked, I thought it was fun. And actually, <laughs> I won't do them anymore because I still get fucking comments that are like, hey, the goofy is singing this song is goofy. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm done Jesus. with that. But it's yeah. fun to do, actually. Like, actually singing in that voice is actually, the act itself is fun. And so sometimes <laughs> I'm like, man, I kind of, miss that because i used to do that for fun in the car just to myself right, right? <laughs> like because I, I you know like i would just you know you just do whatever the fuck you want in your car when you're driving so it's like oh absolutely and then i was like i guess maybe i think someone might think this is funny so i posted like i think the first one i posted was like let it go or whatever as goofy that was mm-hmm. my, that got like big on tumblr and i was like okay i guess i'll put it on youtube and then that got big on youtube um <laughs> and then i started doing those and then i did one final one which was, um, I did one for Uptown Funk, but I, this was on April Fool's, and I, uh, did, like, a turnaround, and it turned out to be, like, this really dark, like, uh, <laughs> drama, like, uh, <laughs> between Mickey Mouse and Goofy with, like, anyway, uh, you can watch that later <laughs> if you want. I don't know if you've seen any of those, but anyway, um, I kind of, that was kind of, like, my end to that. Uh, right. and now... Um, I, I guess I'm known for a different thing, uh, which is, um, which is cool. I guess I'm glad I can make something else my legacy instead of just the, uh, goofy Evanescence guy, but, um. Well, well, I guess there's, like, a lot more flexibility in, mm. in the internet genre of talking to someone on the other side of the frame of the video who is you. Hmm. 
in 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 some sort of different costume or role. Yeah. Yeah, and I think especially like George said, a lot of your stuff is about like JRPGs or animes, and it like skips over a lot of specifics. Like you have a few videos that are like like that Final Fantasy ten one. Is it ten? I don't. I don't play Final Fantasy. With the shaking head motions, because oh, yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. But, like, aside from that, like, a lot of them are very, like, the concept is broad, so it can be, like, oh, making fun of anime, but it's, like, making fun of, like, all anime. So, mm, yeah. like, easy to, to get, uh, like, more attention on something that's not, like, I'm making fun of specifically episode 27 of Kill a Kill. Right, You know, right. that one part. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's it's stuff that seems like it's niche, but ends up having really broad appeal. Like, there's one where you're, you're, you're yelling at a friend who is yourself about how they never saw a Goofy movie. Right. And it's the weirdest freaking thing, but me and a big group of friends, like, went through that same exact ordeal. For some reason, Goofy movie is... Has been really hot over the past year and a half. Yeah, I don't well, know why. Because it's fucking but... awesome. It's awesome. So wait, it's of all movie. the movies you could have chosen for that one particular vine, why was it a Goofy movie? Because Goofy movie fucking rules. What, oh what's my the, god! What's the problem here? I mean, <laughs> you, listen, we watch. There's it. no bit here. He's just serious. <laughs> that movie is great. I'm not. Do you think I'm joking right now? No, I don't. That I'm seriously saying you're Thank just serious. You. There's no joke. That yeah. movie is legitimately good. <laughs> see, and, see, I, the story is, is that in Macfest. They were like, oh, let's watch Goofy movie. I'm like the only one who watched it. Everyone just talked over it. We kicked everyone out of we the room. We didn't kick everyone fucking, out. They decided to leave because they didn't want to watch Goofy movie. They, they're like, nah, I don't, don't want to watch this. You see, Willie, everybody just, nah, I think we're going to call it quits so, here. Yeah, they, they, and they were like, oh, I'm that's watching just for babies. Let's go I play remember Street this Fighter. from my childhood. And I was like, oh, this is actually not that bad. This is actually pretty cool. I like the songs. And yeah, then the everyone else great. just doesn't even pay attention. So who in this, uh, who here actually likes Goofy Movie as I much do. as I do? You do, but you, yeah. you two don't. Well, you don't. I, mean, I, I you are, you are, I haven't. You're seen not it. that. You don't have an opinion on it. I haven't seen I, it. I so. was heavily intoxicated <laughs> during the one <laughs> chance fair. in my entire life that I had to sit down and watch Goofy Movie. Matt was not. <laughs> I mean, the same Goofy room. movie still exists. You can still watch it. Uh, There's well, more it, chances. It it rules, and you should watch it. But I think oh, for that specific video, why did Goofy movie like seriously? Why I did it was because I I tend to do that like that. You know, you haven't seen this. Like we're fucking watching it right now. Like I I did that exact same thing to a friend about Goofy movie. Oh uh, my god! And so and like later. What so are the what's chances? funny? Is, What's great is like, um, so this, my friend, he, uh, he came from Australia to visit and then mm-hmm. we just happened to find out he hadn't seen Goof movie and we were like, what the fuck? This is like the biggest betrayal I've ever experienced. So we, <laughs> we, we, we made him watch Goofy movie that day and he liked it because he should, because it's a great movie. And so, uh, that was the story behind that. Um, that video is that video is almost not even a parody. That might might as it's, well just be like a, a documentary it's, footage. Yeah, documentary. <laughs> uh, well, um, here at the that one video gamer podcast, we sometimes get around to talking about video games. Mm. Um, so I think we'll just start it off with you. Uh, if you want to, like, have, what have you been playing? Like anything 
uh, old, new, just anything that's like has your attention mm. right now. So I'm never playing anything new. I'm always like one generation behind. Um, okay, I feel I like I like I like just got a PS4 recently, and the only thing I've played on it was Last Guardian, and I haven't gone back to that. I just I played like Ooh. four hours, and I got I got really frustrated with it. Mm. Um, oh, you guys, you guys, big fans. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I haven't, haven't got a chance to play it. Oh, okay. Um, I've been I'll waiting just, for it. I'll just say. Uh, well, I've heard a lot of different opinions on it, and I'll say I found it extremely frustrating to play. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. It's been like more than a month at this point. I don't know if I'm going to go back, but maybe I will. I don't think it's that long. Anyway, I haven't beaten it, so I won't comment more on that. But what I'm actually playing is, um, well, first of all, there's an app called uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. And, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of that on my Twitter feed lately. It's amazing. Um, I don't know <laughs> how familiar you guys are with the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. But yeah, I, I played a bit. I love the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. And this app, it like has consumed... This and another game I'll talk about have just... Any free time I have is basically spent playing these two games. Because um, they're so... For me personally, very addicting. See, that's interesting because it seems like there's kind of this uprising or upheaval of mobile games mm. that are actually not bad. Yeah. That are like big titles like Pokemon Duel, uh, Fire Emblem. Oh, is that Heroes. good? I haven't, I haven't played that Pokemon I, Duel. I thought it was great. I mean, okay. I should check very, that out. If you played Fire Emblem Heroes, I was talking with someone who's played that and I haven't played that, but mm. it seems like. They have a similar marketing strategy of just front-loading all of this free currency for you. Mm. So you can get a pretty decent team or deck or, you know, whatever it is, and just, like, be able to play without having to pour the money in. Okay. Like, the paywall is, like, pretty far into the game. Mm. Um, but I got my hot... Oh, sorry. I got my hot takes on the big iPhone games out now. Uh, I don't know. How, what have, you, have you guys played, like, Fire Emblem Heroes or... Any I haven't. I'm, I'm not a not. huge Fire Emblem fan. Okay, okay. Um, Fire Emblem Heroes is okay. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty good for what it is, but it kind of just makes you want to play the real Fire Emblem games, which That's I love. That's what I've heard so many times. Um, that, and what, That sounds oh, like yeah. that might be their goal. <laughs> yeah. That, it's honestly the best commercial for Fire Emblem they've ever made. Uh, <laughs> because it's like... You're playing these little maps, and you have all these characters you like, and but it's not it doesn't really feel like Fire Emblem because they take out some stuff. And when you were saying about free currency, this game kinda does that, but not. I don't know. Or you 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 buy the characters with like orbs, and they mm -hmm. are they're semi reasonably okay to get for free, but uh, if you draw like five shitty characters, you're basically fucked. So. Um, I beat like the campaign of that and I was like, I don't need to, I know some people, some of my friends are super into it, but I couldn't really find myself going back after the campaign, which was serviceable, but, um, mm. otherwise I'm good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a friend who was super into it, streamed it pretty much every day. Um, mm. I guess the difference there with Pokemon duel is that, uh, they front load a lot of the currency and they have packs that you can buy where you're guaranteed to get a EX figurine, which is mm. like the top tier. Yeah. Um, there's only a few of them that are like, quote unquote, not viable or bad. Okay. Um, so like, I, I think I only played a handful of hours and I, I have like 
six or seven EX figurines and I haven't spent a dime. Mm. See, that's the, that's the best iPhone game or mobile game is the ones where you can you don't need to buy things if you don't want to. Right. Like I don't have a super wide variety of choices, but like I can build one deck and then use that. Like, okay. and yeah, it's been pretty good so far, but you know, I, I think I derailed you from Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel. Duel Link. Oh, right. The most important thing to talk about, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> right. Duel Links. Um, well, I am interested in Pokemon. I'd heard about Pokemon. That came out of, like, nowhere, Pokemon Duel. Mm. From, like, so I should check that out because I'm, I'm a big... The second game I'm talking about, you'll see I'm a big Pokemon nut. Um, mm-hmm. But um, Duel Links is... Uh, that game, speaking of free currency... That game just shovels free jewels at you like every day. It's incredible. Like it's the most generous mobile game I've ever played, which is and I play quite a few because um, mm-hmm. it's just like I think they're just happy people are playing this game. Like, oh, here's <laughs> oh, a million people. Here's 500 gems, which is a lot, actually. Like here's like I'm like I have like a fucking mountain of jewels just <laughs> and I'm buying these boosters. Like I have a pretty good deck in it and I've not spent a, a single dime and i'm actually not opposed to paying in mobile, mobile games like if i enjoy a game enough i'd be ha- i'm happy to like spend money on it but yeah you go duelings i have not needed to once i think i will just because i like it like just here you go like i've played <laughs> i've played so many hours of your game you deserve like a couple bucks you know but um it's basically just like a simplified for not simplified because it's like Usually it's like five monster slots, but you get three, and so it like streamlines the game a bit, so the matches are faster. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and it like cuts down the deck size from like eighty to like thirty, and so it's quick bursts, but it still feels like you. I don't feel like I'm missing like the real game, like while playing it. So I really okay. like that game. Um, if you like Yu-Gi-Oh at all, I would suggest at least trying it because. Um, it's also a game that's constantly giving you, like, sets of, like, achievements to do and, like, rewarding you for those achievements. And that's part of the hook for me is, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, complete all those so I can go to the next level and get more mm-hmm. shit. And it's just, it's a vicious cycle for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the only mobile game that I've been really playing, like, I, I haven't touched du- uh, Pokemon Duel in, like, a week or so, but, uh... It's only because Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic is mm. just really good. So mm. when I open my phone, I'm like, I could do something, or I could just build more roller coasters. Oh, and hey, did you uh, ever try to build a um, car ride? A car ride? Yeah, with I the did ramps. not. No, I forgot you had the. I forgot you had that that issue where they didn't the, the, program. They, they just a ramp. forgot to put in the <laughs> ramp buttons for the car ride. <laughs> The car ride must be flat. They might have Cars updated don't go it up hills. since then, but I don't know. But it like kills me that of all the things that I, I I was really having the time of my life with that port up until I found out about that because I was in the middle of a campaign where the car ride felt it probably was not, but the car ride I wanted to build felt like the deciding moment of whether <laughs> or not I was gonna gonna save the park and and finish this level and move on to the next one. And when I found out I couldn't complete the car ride because I couldn't build a ramp, it was just like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I could start over, and I never did. Yeah, I think the reason that I never noticed if that's the thing is because I never build the car ride because I don't build trash rides. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice, inexpensive option for, I'm just, for I'm just, driving yeah. up uh, uh, demand for thrill rides in the early game. 
Listen, it's not called Car Ride Tycoon, okay? It's called Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, my God. Tycoon. He's got a point. On. <laughs> go big or go home. Exactly. Well, you know, like, like, that versatility is what I've always loved about the Roller Coaster Tycoon games. I mean, you can make a car, a park that doesn't have a roller coaster and still really get into the the meat of the simulation. Yeah, like, just Adjusting your true. bathroom prices and, and locations to I, to make sure I they, never they done that. synchronize with the restaurants. I love that shit. I mean, I've never done the, the, the pay for bathrooms thing because I'm not actually Satan. Tim Sakes. Set it to ten. Mm. No one minds ten cents, and those ten cents really add up. I don't know. In real life, if I was like, I gotta pay a fucking dime to the shit. I'm like, that, I'm not coming back to this park. <laughs> Have you ever uh, been to to mainland Europe? No. They there are a lot of places that do that for their public restrooms, and it's awful. It's a human rights violation. I think the UN needs to step in. And, so what are they gonna uh, do if you just like? shit yourself like i i think they, they do don't let people shit themselves i think if you oh, like okay. walk up to the counter of the business and are like i really need coins for the bathroom i might shit myself they'll be like okay please don't shit on my business establishment i'll unlock the door yeah. for you but if you're a normal person what you're supposed to do is go and put in an equivalent of a quarter like, like it's more than 10 cents to shit in the bathroom in europe Mm. See, so by by charging the bathrooms and roller coaster tycoons to cost ten cents per shit, I'm really not that bad of a person. You're not as bad as Europe, okay? Exactly. Right, right. We'll give you yeah. that. Yeah, that is the benchmark these days, right? <laughs> not as bad as Europe. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Welcome to George Flags over Georgia. We're not as bad as Europe. <laughs> oh, I forgot about I forgot about the country of Georgia and. What is it? All the Danny O'Dwyer fan mail that's sitting somewhere in the middle of it? And my uh, friend Ryan ordered himself a pair of socks and it got mailed to right. Georgia instead of socks, Georgia. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, well, that seems a good segue as ever. George, what have you been playing? Uh, so, so, I guess it's uh, kind of fortunate that we have a guy on here who loves to lampoon god-awful JRPG cliches. Cause, cause near has continued. To, have you have you ever heard of this game, Sungwon? Uh, um, I know it was like one on three sixty PS three. I've yeah. never played it ever. They they have a sequel coming out. It's a hack and slash action game. But the first one is like it begins. The first entire half of this game is is as JRPG cliche as they come. Like it reminds me a lot of playing Skies of Arcadia, and mm -hmm. and it just about drove me insane it supposedly gets weird in the second half but i think the problem with playing a game with uh this this story and concept that was made uh, i want to say 2010 2011 five years later is that the the premise for the game has been kind of played out the structure of the game has been uh, soaked dry by the Ubisoft sandbox formula. And the cool things about it, I feel like they might have been have have been overtaken by by Undertale, which is weird, mm. but but I mean Undertale mm. works JRPG tropes and in uh creative and clever ways that utilize really good character development with tried and true archetypes in a way that pokes fun of the tried and true archetypes while also not necessarily sticking to them in a really obvious way and near 
kind of does. So, okay, premise of the game is that you're a father taking care of a daughter in a post-apocalyptic world. Hmm. Oh my god, I'm gonna jump out the window. That's so creative. The the villain of the game is named the Shadow Lord. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, someone please lock Yoko Taro up in a spaceship and, and launch him. The, the world is not ready for his genius. You spend the first chapter of the game, the first half of it, exploring places that are themed off of other video games. So in the uh, grand tradition of Zelda, you go across these cute towns solving their problems which involves killing a boss monster terrorizing the town and the towns are kind of themed off of classic video games there's a town that's that's resident evil themed that's a a mansion where you can't move the camera angles that uh has has some some secrets underground from that are accessible via the room that the outdoor the courtyard that the fountain's at and there's another town that is explicitly zelda themed where you go to a dungeon outside the town and, and find a little hero trying to prove himself coming of age. And when he finds the treasure, the camera like zooms up on it, floating and spinning around in the air above his hand. And it goes, da-na-na-na. And you're like, okay, kid, time to come home. You're done going on your adventure. And um, there, there's another town that's text adventure themed. And, and that was kind of neat. That I think that was the one part of this early game that I really enjoyed more than the others it was a whole lot less tedious to go through because while you're doing this you have a lineup of optional side quests that are fucking garbage this game has like out of all the single player games i think i've played in my life this game has the worst optional fetching side quests going on i've ever seen and uh like worse than the witcher one how how worse like how do you make a fetching quests you you make a bona fide mmorpg daily but as a a single player optional side quest and a massive sprawling jrpg that doesn't have a whole lot going on in terms of um fast travel options and uh smooth easy efficient ways to respawn the hordes of alpacas who only rarely drop the 10 alpaca fohawks you need to bring back to town that, I'm sorry. What did they drop? I, I, I don't know. Walrus mustaches. Um, there, there's a guy. <laughs> a mat, the, the way the structure works is that there's a guy in in the town who's like, oh, my my great uncle is is sick and needs a medicine that I can make with ten walrus mustaches. Go out to the walrus feeding grounds and 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 hunt me some walruses and bring back ten walrus mustaches. And you go to the walrus feeding grounds and start slaughtering these innocent animals over and over again because maybe one in every twelve walrus drops a walrus mustache. Even though and they, I, like in The Witcher One, you have quests like that, but every single monster drops the piece of loot that you need. The drop rates are much higher there. This is like, I think one of the first times I've seen in a single player RPG where you have loot drop rates for necessary items to complete these side quests. I mean, necessary is kind of subjective since they are optional, but it's the first time I've seen a single player RPG make you go through these motions of walking out of a map to after after depopulating a mob of monsters that drop side quest items you need and then walking back into the map to repopulate oh, it 
no. and, and going through the same motions of, of killing the same walruses over and over again until you can finally drum up ten walrus mustaches for this guy in town. After doing all that, which probably will take like 30 minutes to an hour, you, you, you walk to the other side of the map, because the quest giver is always on the fucking other side of the whole entire goddamn map. And, and you have in to the game walk. with no fast travel. Yeah, and, and nice. you, you can get smart about it and like try to accept as many side quests as possible so that you can knock them out as you do the main quests. But that just means that when you walk to the other side of the map to do the main quest objective there, you go on a, a smooth, efficient dungeon run that, that lasts like an hour with the boss at the end with cutscenes and whatnot, and then walk out, and then walk back in to kill the walruses, and then walk <laughs> out, and then walk back in to kill more walruses for the next hour mm. until you move to the next town that the main quest takes you to. You you go back to the quest giver and and give him the walrus mustaches after all that effort that you went through, all the time you spent, and they just say, thanks. And then a pop-up wow. shows up that's like, here you go, $20. And and meanwhile, I'm I'm sitting there looking at the screen, like, ready to jump out a window. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an old grumpy man. I'm going to die someday. And I don't want to be on my deathbed being like, oh, geez, I sure am grateful. I spent a week of my life doing the side quests in Nier. So you walk away from the quest giver, and and you have a side quest companion named named Weiss, who's a complete asshole. He's a, he's a snooty <laughs> British man who looks down on everyone, and that's such an easy ass role to fill. He'll he'll say, mm, "That shit eating peasant sure was a dick for making us go through all that." <laughs> and the hero moralizes about it. He's like, "I'm sure he has his reasons too, and that he's a, he's a good person regardless." And then you have another side quest companion named named Kanye. <laughs> who who is really and she's actually named Kanye <laughs> but she's named Kanye oh, and she oh she, she's she's yeah, like the Sundari underwear girl who who acts really really mean even though she looks like like sexy jerk off material and she's just like er I don't care I just want to kill things let's go and that's like <laughs> that's the conversations that happen in Dragon Age and and every yeah. single Dragon Age game when when Wait, you walked into whoa. a new town Whoa. Oh no. What? Oh no. It's what, what, oh, are you, no. what are you talking about? I'm talking George. about character archetypes that are so familiar that they are In found every Dragon Age cross every genre. Single... I I I I don't know. I mean, Weiss reminds me of Stendar. Kanye reminds me of of uh Liliana. Um I how much have you played? So, so I finished ending A, and uh, to be fair, the second half of the game did go a lot smoother than the first. But the first half of this game, I was like ready to just jump out the window. The second half of the did, yeah, I was just gonna say, where does the Majora's Mask Moon Face guy come into play? Uh, do That's any of you guys about care about near? The, well, you're not the, really selling me on it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you really love it, but uh, <laughs> people yeah, I'm, apparently I'm okay. do, and they love it because of the weird shit that goes on in the alternate endings, and kind of sort of in the second half of the game, and that's kind of sort of neat. I would actually like to spoil it for you if I can. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait so wait 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 matt let me just let me just uh probe your sarcasm here are you like for real oh, or, or no 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 that's up to you guys okay. uh, that's just messing around if okay. you guys I mean, want to spoil, I'll, I'll take my headphones off because i might want to play it yeah actually i don't know because like 
and if it's that interesting, maybe maybe I'll play it. But the thing is, they've got to play the first half, and the first half is like uh, people well, I say. I won't go that, through the side quest. Why would I do that to myself? Don't go through the side quest because you you want to keep yourself leveled up and 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 keep your pocketbooks full, right? One would think. What if there's an Andrew Cafe side quest in there? The game's kind of uh, uh, models but itself like as a MMOs. Zelda clone, <laughs> and and Zelda has really good side quests. So I was like, maybe there's some good side quests in there, and there are some that are better than others, but most of them are fucking awful. And, and people characterize Nier as a mediocre game that that has has gems of brilliance in it. And I think Whoa. what what my experience with it has been is that no, it's a bad game that <laughs> might have some fun lore to read outside of the game. <laughs> um, okay, well, lesson learned: if you want to play near, download a fifty percent complete save file and just go through the endings. Done. Easy peasy. Okay, but yeah. but there is like. The, the, the kind of weird angle that it takes in the second half is something that I do vaguely want to outline because it's a cool idea. Uh, okay. Matt. Don't spoil it for Matt. Matt, you might want to walk away from the microphone and then I guess no, like just, everyone clap when okay. we're done. No, no, don't. It, no, because Sungwon said he also is now considering if it's that interesting. That was Matt it's gone. It's not that interesting? Then just, then it's fine. People can find it on their own. Okay. Okay. Just, it is noteworthy that George is interested enough to say this thing, but I, but, but now I am I executive ordering you don't. I'm going to be making a video about it spoiling absolutely everything anyway, under cool, the so uh, concept of it being a video for people who are about to play the sequel but don't care to play the first one. That's fair. And, um... Uh... One, one last thing is that... I, I just finished up what the community calls ending A. Right. There are four endings, and I think a lot of them are going to require significant chunks of replay to get through. Mm. Uh, and I'm not looking forward to that. I'm cool with the uh, broadly different endings over a short game. I, I, I mean, you mentioned Undertale earlier, and that's like yeah. probably my prime example of like, yeah, yeah I'll play through for the endings because the game's like six hours long, but... If it's yeah. a JRPG, I can hardly get through one playthrough. I can hardly get to the end, much less four times. Um, Undertale will not make you feel like you have to do three days worth of fetch quests to see everything. Does Undertale even have a fetch quest in it? There might be one in there. I don't know. I think Undertale's... there's like little hidden ones or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but like the, nothing like go kill ten right, walrus yeah. mustaches. Um, Those walrus mustaches. <laughs> if if anyone listening happens to be playing near or is or is about to play near, and you get a side quest asking you to collect ten of something, don't do it. Just don't do it. It's so not worth it. The threshold is four. Under that is is acceptable. Four Everything is above acceptable. That. One is fine. But, well, but yeah, between mean, four and ten is is the I don't know between four and seven I would say is is the frustration zone seven to ten is the suicide zone. Great, it's a comprehensive guide to near side quests suicide and what zone. what to avoid. 
Yeah. Wow. Did you, are you back? Hi, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. I, I heard suicide might be involved uh, if I play this game. Might might want to go ahead. You and might want to be careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I spoil it now <laughs> no, to no, prevent no, people no. from no. killing Jesus themselves? Jesus Christ, George. Yeah, yeah. Now that he's back, yeah. Now you can spoil it. Uh, yeah, I, I I saw near and. It just reminded me a little bit of um, a fury, a bit a different type of fury. So I was like, "Man, I, maybe the gameplay might be pretty cool." No, it's not. Go oh it's God, not. it's so bad. I, I was able to kill a boss monster by clipping splash damage through a wall at him. Oh. I was in a different room from the boss, but spamming an attack that, that creates a big enough splash of damage that it clipped into the boss's hitbox through the wall. Nah, it's a good game. But, Solid. I mean, why were you doing that, though? Because you can just walk past the boss into the next room. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Let me try fucking, to cheese was that? this boss. There's, what was that? Original Castlevania? Is that it? Or was it a different one where you just walk in and fucking the Grim Reaper appears and it's like supposed to be a boss battle, but if you just keep walking to the other side of the room, you just leave? There are block puzzles where you have to move blocks out of the way of doors that need clearance to open, but the doors open in the opposite direction of the blocks. You have to move out of the way! Oh, God. <laughs> it's like all they had to do to fix that issue was just rotate the door entity 180 degrees so it opens in the opposite direction therefore the player won't feel like a dingus for wasting so much time moving blocks out of the way of this door that opens in the opposite direction of the blocks anyway you could just you could have opened the door the whole time if the game would let you wow it, it oh, like no. little things like that combined with the big thing which is the the side quests make me Really wish that I didn't pick up this quest? project. The big thing is the side it's in, quests. It, it's like in in the name, side quest, side quest, and it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Do you need it in order to go through the game, or is it something? No, additional? but but I mean, I don't know. What if there's what if there's something good in there? I'm not defending it by any means, but yeah, yeah. I I think I'm I'm with Matt in that I would have just been like. Like at that question, what if there's something good? I would have been like, nah, probably not. And then just, just skip it. It, it was, just it was last night when I could tell that I was on the way to the final dungeon that I finally decided to quit doing side quests on the way. But up until then, I'm pretty sure the majority of my time has been spent with there's so many of them. And I guess that makes sense just, because they're they really seem like they were just uh, uh, hammered out very monotonously and dispassionately. How many do you think that you played side quests with without like while still giving them more chances? I I, I don't know. Maybe like 40, 50. And when, when you go into the many. menu, it says That's um, too many. <clears throat> when you go into the menu, it gives you a side quest completion ranking. And I think I finished ending a with that ranking being at like 60 percent. So there's That's still 40% more side quests left in the game. I don't so, know how you got past 10. So you were on side quest 40, and you were like, well, I've hated everything up to this point, but maybe <laughs> side quest 41 right. will, be, will make it up to me. Will well, be worth it. I mean, there are some that are just stories that <clears throat> you, you walk to people to get dialogue from, and by the end of it, you walk to the last person involved, and, and that's the side quest, and it's just like some weird story that, that builds the world. 
And that's fine. And th that's the stuff I want. I don't want to get walrus mustaches. Okay, you may you're making it sound like every single side quest. The majority was... of them are. Okay, well. <clears throat> well, not everything can be Witcher 3, yeah. Yeah, that coming off of this from from like Witcher 3 and and a lifetime of playing Fallouts and Zeldas condition has conditioned me to play the side quests. That's fair. I mean, I I don't know about anybody else, but assuming most people play a Bethesda game like me, Bethesda games are just side quests. I don't think I've completed a main quest in a Bethesda game since I haven't completed a main quest in a Bethesda game. Yeah. Ever. I think the side quest is the main meat of a Bethesda game, as I constantly say when I <laughs> look at, uh, you know, Fallout 4 and how it has none. <laughs> I mean, it was a good game. It was an okay game. Nah. It was an okay game. It was an okay game. I, I'll, besides, I'll stop. I'll stop. Yeah. Besides that, I was chipping away at For Honor. Uh, I've had some interesting revelations as people have, have leveled their gear up. That high-level gear really does contribute to some overwhelming stat bonuses. Uh, which was not the case when when I was reviewing it, because no one during that first week had leveled up past past this threshold people are at now where they can they can double their damage output or fill their revenge meter within two or three hits. The revenge meters there is an anti ganking measure that's not really supposed to be filled unless you get hit by two players. Yeah. But but with uh, with some of the values they've included for some high level gear, you can kind of sort of break that rule of the game. Those gears are. Is there a? Can you buy that gear or the currency for it with microtransactions? You can. <clears throat> great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's good. It's not great. That's a good the, thing. The weird thing about this game is that the two v two and one v one modes completely turn that off, though. And right. that was where I spent the vast majority of my time with it during review. Over the past few days, I've been playing some of those four v four modes and. And I don't like them as much, but it seems like th that's where all the uh, connectivity issues that people are having happening. Because when you have eight people playing a match, there's a much higher chance of someone leaving and making everyone else wait than there are when there are just two people in a match. And and I think it's important to make a distinction that if you play For Honor with... Uh, the intention of playing the most fun modes of For Honor, which are the smaller modes, you're not going to have a lot of these problems that people have been reporting. <clears throat> yeah, you're better off playing two Honor. Hey, hey. I was playing it with Pat the other <laughs> night, and he had no Honor. <laughs> he, he just uh, Is... tossed me into stage hazards for, for half the night. It was it was no bueno, but, but I'm going to get him next time. I'm going to toss him into stage hazards, because I was beating him with honor when we were doing fair one-on-one -on -one sword fights no once once he started loading in maps that have bottomless pits that's all he would aim for yeah that's fair probably what i would do guy's a bastard <clears throat> well um, what have you been well, playing jimmy oh uh i mean pretty brief because i've been playing much i played more of factorio it's still good uh I don't know what else to say beyond what I said last time I talked about it. I'm making a review, so look for that on my YouTube channel. Um, 
Uh, and I fucking got a new computer. It's built. It's I'm I'm on it. I'm using it. Ooh, what did you I put have in? Ev- everything. I have 32 gigs of RAM and oh wow, good processor and Which one? all Which kinds processor? of shit. Uh, the fucking boxes behind me. Uh, Intel i7 core 60 something something something. 6700. Ooh, okay. <laughs> sure, that one. If I look at the box, I can tell you, but I'm—it's too far behind me. Well, graphics. But guy. I played a—I played a AAA video game, <laughs> Ultra Settings, for the first time. Ooh, nice! For the first and time, you for the ever? first time ever. Was, wow. ever. Uh, was it something really, really graphically intense, like uh, like, like The Witcher Three or um, or, 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 or League Dogs. of Legends? You know, your favorite game. <laughs> League of Legends is not a AAA video game, and I don't own Watch Dogs, nor do I have any interest in buying Watch Dogs. It was Overwatch, because I like that game still. And But of man, all the games to test out a new computer on, it was Overwatch. I mean, I'm glad I tested it out on that, because I didn't have my graphics card drivers updated. So after two hours of that, my uh, entire graphics card crashed, and my monitors went out and scared me a lot. Um <laughs> But I plan on playing, <clears throat> finishing Titanfall 2 now that I have oh, yeah, yeah. A, a beefy rig that can do that because that game's good. And apparently I learned over the past week that Matt Mercer actually does the voice for the main character. Like played oh. two hours of it and didn't even realize. And then I listened to it again. And I'm like, that's just Matt Mercer doing Matt Mercer's speaking voice. How did I not see that? I'm looking him up. I want to see uh, who ah. he is. He's, he's the guy who does. Uh, he's McCree. He's yeah. oh, he's, he's uh, like yeah, he's quite prolific. Yeah, yeah. You've he's, played. You've played in probably many games with him in it. If he is probably every like stock soldier in a game that he's not a main character. He was additional voices in uh, last year's Deus Ex game. Yeah, like I said, if you hear like a guard or like a soldier being like. Hey, you over there, like that kind of like like banter talk. If he's not a face character in that game, he's he's that guy. Um he's, he's also a couple very deep voice characters in Warcraft. It, he was in, soldiers that, in Metal Gear Solid 5. And that's the type yeah, of exactly. stuff I, I wanted to ask you, uh someone. I I wanted to like I don't know like if there's like trade secrets or, or something like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> how it works uh, when it comes down to voice acting because I've listened to hmm. so much stuff but like uh, when you get into actually making a name for yourself do most hmm. people ask you to do your normal voice or do you have um, to make these like creature sounds sometimes do you have to do or like change your voice a lot yeah um, it really just depends on what your strengths are um I don't think it's not that people expect voice actors to do tons of crazy different cartoony or whatever voices. It's just this is the character. We need someone to voice this character. If you can fit that character, then you get the job. Mm. Um, so a lot of some people demo have, wheel demo reels. Uh, yeah, and auditioning. Um, you have oh, yeah, to audition. Yeah. Uh, and so it's because a lot. I think people have the misconception that it's like, oh, if I can't do like. 50 different voices like I can't be a voice actor but it's not about that it's about the acting foremost um, mm-hmm. and then if you can do different types of voices that's that can only help you 
But if you're a shit actor, uh, you're not going to get cast. I mean, that's I'm not trying to like disparage people. No, who yeah, like, no. But but I mean, that's honest. It's honest advice. Is that if you cannot act, it doesn't matter how many different types of voices you can do because you won't be convincing as the character. So you, you get um, the lines, and they tell you kind of what they want, and then you record mm-hmm. it. You send them the best takes, and then you kind of go from there. I'm yep. Usually. Usually it'll be like uh, here's the character, maybe a little backstory, but usually more and some and usually it'll be like okay, we were looking for this kind of voice. Uh, they might describe like oh gruff or um, you know he's a sleazy character or he's a heroic character. Mm. Sometimes they give you like oh like kind of sounds maybe like this guy, like this person, um, but they're usually pretty like you know we want to hear your interpretation. Um, but yeah, it's usually just kind of a description of the character's personality and voice, and then you just go from there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I always found it fascinating. A lot of people, like, just like you said, if you can't act, you can't voice act. And it's like, it's right in the name. Like, yeah. right. people assume voice acting is voices, but it's like, just because you can do uh, Heath Ledger Joker in your voice actor it just means you can do the voice and most people just yeah. keep practicing that same line over and over and over again and that's why they get so good at it but as soon as they have to add anything else to it uh, right that it kind of they falls can go apart. like you want to know how i got these scars but then it's like can you say like uh talk about his day uh no yeah. <laughs> i didn't i didn't practice i didn't do that i just did one line over and over again yeah so it's let's, I, let's go back to the scars real quick though. <laughs> yeah. Um and so impressions uh I think that's something that a lot of people have misconceptions about. It's like, oh, I can do tons of impressions, but it's like unless that uh, first of all, unless that voice actor for that character dies, no one no one cares. I mean, that's it's I mean, seriously, like you're not going to get that part unless that mm. actor is unavailable. Um right. and uh, Sometimes, you know, an impression can uh, fit a character. And I know Billy West said, I don't know if you guys know Billy West. He's a uh, future, like he plays like almost every character in Futurama. He's a big mm-hmm. voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that um, a bad impression can become just a brand new voice. And so instead of trying to be like, I can do these characters pitch perfect, um, just you can take a character and do your own take and tweak it and make it your own, mm-hmm. or you can just try different things. Um, but yeah, you know, unless like, uh, unless Tom Kenny, who voices SpongeBob dies, no one, your SpongeBob impression, your perfect <laughs> SpongeBob impression is not going to, it's not going to help you. Right. And, uh, everyone, um, including myself will say, if you're making a voice demo reel, do not put impressions on there. Only That's put fair. in original voices. Uh, unless you're doing an impression reel, which some people do, and if you're a really good impressionist, that's a whole different thing. I'm not, I'm not um, hating on impressionists because there are some really great impressionists out there, and they make a really good living. And they, but they're like amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you're not like an yeah. amazing impressionist, if you're a pretty okay impressionist, um, it's not, Cause it's not really the right way to go. There's, there's right. like a difference between someone who's just like, oh, I can make a voice and blah, blah, blah. And they skip to the next, you know, voice over and over again in those wheels. And then you mm. have someone else who kind of like actually takes the character and actually mm. does a lot more with it. And, 
mm. and and has full sentences and and changes it entirely <laughs> and makes right, kind you of know an actual act with sings it. with it you know yeah kind of like that guy who did the goofy stuff you know, like yeah kind of like that really talented uh, amazing guy right <laughs> well, <laughs> well i've never called myself an impressionist i right. can do like a couple of in, i guess impressions i guess pretty well but i would never say like oh yeah i'm a, i'm an impressionist i am a i consider myself a voice actor Mm-hmm. And I can do some impressions for fun, but that's not but my But think um, of the focus. impression you'd make with a business mm. card that says, Song one, voice actor, meme magician, goofy impressionist, as like bullet <laughs> points under the name. Yeah. <laughs> might want, you might want to move meme magician one up. Right, right. You know, exactly. That's, that's, right. That's, and maybe just maybe just take voice actor off of it and just have meme magician and goofy impressionist. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it. Big that's bullet what employers want these days. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're a uh, high-ranking SEO content producer. An influencer. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Speaking of what... Uh, people who hire people want these days i guess yeah, we i should, don't know we should we should uh we should take a break yeah we'll come back it's light news week so it'll be a short news section but we'll be back there's the song that's gonna play right now and then we'll be back that's how this thing works okay uh, news the bush it, yeah <laughs> it's time for a break Welcome back to the podcast. We don't uh, got a lot of, of uh, hot scandalous topics this week in terms of like hard and fast news. Mm. Um, there's basically one big story, but then a lot of cool stuff coming out. For some reason, there's a big glut of good games coming out right now. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But first, uh, we, we should probably let everyone know that the Nintendo Switch has been leaked if you care about Zelda spoilers, stay off the internet. If you don't want to know what the Switch is like till you get it next week, stay off the internet. Uh, there's a guy on NeoGAF who got a hold of one early. He posted some some videos and screenshots of how the operating system works. Uh, he says the username is Hip Hop the Robot. Um, said that a retailer sent the pre-order Switch early. He declined to say what outlet and where the system was shipped, but but. They say, it isn't like I grabbed it off the back of a truck or anything. I just happened to get lucky because some unnamed store decided to ship early for some reason. Mm-hmm. After, that sounds super likely. After mm-hmm. It does, actually. This stuff happens all the time. However, Nintendo is like, <laughs> no, he stole it from the back of a truck. Nintendo uh, <laughs> released a statement to, to media outlets claiming that these early units were stolen by distributors and illegally resold, which... I mean, again, like, might be valid, but but at the same time, the guy's just like, no, I just bought it. I mean, it, it's, it's a petty crime, whatever. Who's even the victim in the situation other than a ab- obscure, abstract corporate entity of, of uh, 
people's work instead of people themselves but the sanctity of zelda is the victim why why is it always a guy on neogaf why every single time (laughs) like dude don't you have to like be somebody to get an account there or something like not anyone could just make an account in neogaf right I, I think I'm pretty sure they can. they can. There is an approval process. I think it's really oh, okay. generous, though, so I think you can stay fairly anonymous. But uh, Nintendo released a statement saying earlier this week, individuals claimed to prematurely purchase a small number of Switch systems from an unspecified retailer. Nintendo has determined these units were stolen in an isolated incident by employees of a U.S. distributor, with one system being illegally resold. The individuals involved have been identified, terminated from their place of employment, and are under investigation by local law enforcement on criminal charges. Nintendo's not fucking around. Damn. Well, like, don't steal Nintendo shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what about the guy uh, who bought stolen Nintendo shit? And what if the retailer I mean, has now been been uh, publicly assumed guilty of theft when maybe they made an honest mistake of messing up the release date? I'm not saying I'm just a possibility, speculating. <laughs> that was that was a sound. Um, <laughs> I guess if specific individuals have been terminated, I assume there was shady shit going down. Obviously, yeah. you don't know the details for sure. Uh, the guy buying the Switch, obviously, that's murkier. Um, yeah, he's probably uh, going to be fine. They didn't yeah. say that uh, that it was him that got terminated or was under investigation. Just the, well, they say the individuals involved, which I guess are the, the employees who resold it. Before street date. Yeah, I mean, I, what are they going to terminate the NeoGAF guy for? Like, you bought this, we're going to find your job and get you fired. Like, if he if he wasn't involved in the theft, I don't see how they could really pin anything on him for just buying it. I mean, I guess I what they I mean, could do is, is look up the... Uh, any accounts that must have logged in early i don't know how they would also differentiate him among the journalists who have been playing before street date but but there might be ways to ban his account at bare minimum if they really want to be dicks about it yeah i I don't know what motivation they would have i guess he has posted stuff in advance but he's technically not under embargo because he didn't sign anything so Eh, stuff's always weird i mean but I mean, the- I, I actually I always hate when stuff like this happens because like, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm a, a corporate machine apologist, but I, I really like when the the new thing comes out and everyone gets to like be a part of the zeitgeist of like, oh, yeah, we get to experience the new thing, especially if it's good. And if the Switch and Zelda and stuff is good, it's, then it's literally just one week, though. We're one week away. It doesn't take you more than a week to finish a game if that's all you're doing. This guy can literally just just paint Zelda spoilers across the fucking billboard if he wants to. Yeah. I okay. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that, that's kind of okay. like the old days of like, oh, you know, no one knew anything other than what they saw in a magazine. You know, for Nintendo Power or any of those things. And nowadays it's, you know, everything gets leaked all the time. The the good old days of not being able to play stuff (laughs) early unless you send magazines job applications and and (laughs) 
sign up for for work with, and with no benefits and a salary. Mm-hmm. Back when mm. uh, a gaming publication took like forty people to run instead of one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No caviarcaresses back then either. <laughs> nope. But so now that we've uh, we've sufficiently brought down the the energy and the mood story of theft um that's about it that's news well, I, I also like like do you want to say before we move on the possibility of the honest mistake does stem from this stuff happening a lot in a lot of english non-english speaking countries that might not be fully aware of the release date and the uh importance that release dates hold to publishers uh there's a lot of times where games come out a few days early in middle eastern countries and nothing really Nothing really comes of that other than spoilers popping up on the internet. Speaking of Nintendo. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Nintendo is uh, oh the, the developer of many, many, many classic, nostalgic properties of, of franchises, one, one of which is Pokemon. Yes. Oh, there he is. It is. <laughs> That was a this sick segment. Uh, we're uh, really what good we're at it. For. It's really yeah. our strongest selling point on this podcast. So, yeah. uh, like I was saying, that's that's really like the only big scandalous uh, news topic going on this week. I kind of want to spend the rest of the segment talking about more games because I don't know. I mean, this, is, this is like more fun. Uh, so, so you wanted to talk about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, right? Right, right. What's um, a Pokemon Mystery playing- Dungeon? Have any of you played any of the Mystery Dungeon games? I've always wanted to. I've heard they're really fun. It's actually kind of funny. Same. Uh, Outside of... It's a genre that existed before Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which was... uh, What was it? I don't know if this was the first one, but Shiren the Wanderer was... uh, Which is a great... um, I have it on DS, but I think it was an SNES game at first. And that, I think, was the first Mystery Dungeon game. And then now there's like... All different ones like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and like what is it like Etrian Dungeon or whatever this crossover was between Etrian Odyssey and this. Um, mm-hmm. It's really fun. Um, it didn't actually. I think Super Mystery Dungeon got pretty good reviews considering, but usually they'll get like not that great reviews, um, which I totally disagree with because I think the games are fucking dope. Um, <laughs> They're basically roguelikes where you go through these randomly generated dungeons. Um, it's like e- each time you move, you know, the other enemies move and stuff like that. Um, and Super Mystery Dungeon is like the, I think, the latest one. And you can get every Pokemon up to Gen 6 as a party wow. member. So that's like, how many is that? Like 600, 700 different party members you can have in the game. Yeah, that's a um, lot of sprite work. Or I guess they're... It, they're like models at this point, but it's, it is still impressive, and they all have like you know their own move sets and all their things. Um, I am I've beaten the campaign, which had a surprisingly like high stakes story, because the first <laughs> half of it is like la la la, we're like we're going to Pokemon school, <laughs> and then the second half I won't spoil it, but it's like fuck that, it's time for the fucking some like apocalyptic shenanigans happening, like save got, the world. It goes. Uh, uh, yes, but it's like it goes from like it goes from like zero to a, a thousand, and there's like betrayal and like all these like all this oh shit. And I was like, this is not this is not what I was expecting at all. It seriously like comes at you like oh oh damn like you know now shit gets real. Um, yeah, I, I, 
Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm looking at Metacritic, and it seems like the user, user score is 8.8, which is really good. And Metacritic, mm. like the, the critic score is 69, but a lot of the publications that gave it a, like a, a positive review are like high positive, like up in the mm. 90s with Destructoid. So right. it seems like I it's could... better received than the previous ones. I know some of the previous ones didn't get as good scores. Um, I view it as more... I, I read some of the reviews. Some of them were like, oh, it's not as... It's just the same as the other games, which for me doesn't matter. Like, if I like a game, I'll play the next game if it's that, like, a similar style of game. Like, I don't... I mean, I appreciate when games have big, like, big changes or whatever, but just because a game is similar to the previous game is not, like, an immediate... Um, no for me. So yeah, that, yeah. um, and I understand that, you know, some series can get stale, but if I love a series enough, I can forgive them for it. Um, Super Mystery Dungeon is really fun. Um, got, I mean, it's at a point now where it's really challenging because I'm in post game. Um, and, you know, if you die, you, you know, you lose all your items and stuff like Ugh. most roguelikes. But this game is pretty forgiving because you can save and it'll just take you back to your save. So it's not like you start from so some some roguelikes or a lot of roguelikes you start from the beginning of the game. Right, right. Um, Is there like anything preventing like players like from saves coming then? Um, what's saves coming? Uh, basically abusing saves to make sure you have a perfect playthrough. Um, which is pretty normal well, the, for like a lot of genres, but but the term comes about because of genres where that's not the intended way to play. I would say with this game, it's not the intention of the game to punish you constantly. So they're fine with you uh, saving the game. So that's not an issue. Um, I'd say it's more forgiving than like Shiren the Wanderer, which was if you die, you start yeah, over which, from the beginning. Which is of like the, the game. usual for roguelites, which is why I ask because so many yeah. of the mechanics mm. revolve around revolving in and out of of a dungeon that you know more and more about as you keep playing. Right. You kind of uh, do technically Get start better. over, but not really because you have knowledge on right. your side this time at the bare minimum. You know, most other yeah. games will also like give you a whole bunch of equipment unlocks and a store that that makes progressive runs easier as well, or better items as you go. Yeah. 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 Um, for this one, it's not a roguelike in that way because it's such a long game, like in terms of the campaign, that there's no way you could like surf because most roguelikes are short. Technically, they're just hard. Uh, like Binding of Isaac does not take that long to beat if you're yeah. good at mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but yeah. when you're first starting out, you know you're not very good. Um, Pokemon. Mystery Dungeon is a full plot, so it is like a full game. So it does save, and um, I do like instead of like losing all my items, I'll just because it gives you the option to go back to your save file uh, where you last saved. So I just do that. Um, so it's not super. It's not like unplayable. Like if you really are like scared away by roguelikes because you hate going back to the beginning, that's not what this game is necessarily about. But it does. Because of the randomly randomly generated nature of it, and the fact that you do get better as you learn what different items do and what different attacks are better for certain situations, mm-hmm. that sort of satisfaction of roguelike improvement, I think, is still present in the game, which I I I, I appreciate because I do like roguelikes quite a bit. So is Mystery Dungeon just like the Japanese terminology for roguelite? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just this this particular brand. Because I think there was, like, a Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, mm-hmm. and I think there was, like, uh... I don't know, they got a dickload of them now. I don't it's know. kind of like how Dynasty Warriors has, like, 
a bunch Muso of like spin-off games. Yeah, yeah, and like One Piece Warriors and Hyrule right. Warriors. Which I actually I actually love those games, but um uh yeah, kinda I think it's just kind of just the branding for it. Interesting. I've always wanted to try out a mystery dungeon and just for whatever reason never happened to grab the games. And this mm. one's fairly recent, right? Last year? Yeah, um this, I think so, yeah. Because I'm a big I'm a Pokemon nut. Like I love mm. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with, or how much you guys have played Pokemon. Uh, um, I'm, I'm the editor for a Pokemon YouTube yeah. channel, so yeah. well, yeah. shit, son. Well, <laughs> Quite you, extensive. You know, you know your shit. So, in like, I have like a full Dex in Sun. Uh, not a living Dex because I'm not. I don't hate myself. <laughs> I could, I could do a living Dex, but I don't have the time for it. Yeah. Um, I started doing it in X, but then I was like, I, I don't care enough. But I have a complete Dex in Sun. Uh, I 100%ed Pokemon Picross because I loved that oh, game. Love Pokemon Picross. That game was so fucking good. It's and uh, it's amazing. It makes you if you try to play like, like another Pick like they did like a Zelda Picross game for free with like Nintendo rewards. That game plays like shit compared to Pokemon <laughs> Picross because Pokemon Picross adds so many like improvements and like different like gameplay features. And yeah. I love Picross. I'm a huge Picross fan. But Pokemon Picross, I think, is amazing. Um, I played Pokemon Shuffle for a while, actually a long while, and then I eventually called it quits on that because I like couldn't. There was like one like Pokemon event where like I couldn't catch it. It was like a point one percent chance oh, of gosh. getting it, and I was like, "Fuck this! Like this is fucking bullshit." So I stopped playing that. But I did play that for a while. Um, basically, anything that has Pokemon in it, uh, okay, <laughs> not that's not true because I know there's some really shitty ones like. Uh, or I don't know them offhand, but there was like a, wasn't there one with like tops or something? Something uh, weird. Oh, um, like Troze was it that one or was that a different one? Oh gosh, okay, no Troze was like shuffle before shuffle. Oh, that, okay, that's right. There's that one, one that's that like they like good. I think you're talking like, about Rumble U, something like that. I'm not gonna play that shit. Like if the game's bad, I'm not gonna play it. But if it's a good game and you can get get a lot of Pokemon in it. I'm gonna get every Pokemon in it, and Pokemon Pick or Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I'm gonna get all 700 of those <laughs> oh, fucks. No. Oh no! And it, I'm like halfway. I'm like 300 wow. or so, because uh, it's not that hard to get them. Mm -hmm. Like you do like side quests, and you unlock characters that way. Mm. Um, and so I'm gonna do it. I'm like 50 hours in. Fuck it. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, it sounds like I'm, I'm gonna. Like, like, such yeah. an anti-George thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're not into, like, uh, side quests, oh. which, um, I think, from from what I can gather from your near conversation, oh. I don't know, maybe you don't like side quests? I'm not sure. I, I mean, but, uh, it's not necessarily, like, I like, I like good side quests, you know, I'm, I'm a normal mm. person, but there's nothing I hate yeah. more than, than something that starts to feel like a grind. Oh, uh, Okay. For me, if it, if I enjoy the game, I don't mind it. Uh, I mean, because I get into it's it's almost like comfort food for me, where it's mm. like, uh, and I played Animal Crossing New Leaf, and I don't know if you guys played that at all. I haven't I played really a recent Animal Crossing one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I played a little, a, thing. Bit, a little dash. <laughs> uh, New Leaf has a system where there's like an achievement system, and that's a new thing, and like. <laughs> it's like you can get gold badges and to get gold badges you have to catch like a thousand fish or oh, like oh no i got that every gold badge in no. that game wow. i oh played that game every day for two years <laughs> it took about 800 900 hours 
and I what? fucking did it. Yep. So for me, it's like if a, some some games and only a few games, if they get their hooks in me, that's game over. I will that's never it. know what that's like. <laughs> that's happened especially yeah, a few you, times. Especially yeah. if you're really into the brand. Like mm. for Pokemon, I can see that being super easy for someone who likes Pokemon as someone who's played since Gen 1 and everything. But right. like, I know what you mean for like, like comfort food gaming, especially the, the catching a thousand fish thing resonates with me so hard because I'm, <laughs> I'm someone who got the, um, the, the salty title twice in World of Warcraft, which is basically do all of the, the fishing achievements. And there are mm. some that are just like, yeah, this achievement's just like, you know, it's a one out of out of a thousand chance that you'll catch this fish in this area. So yeah. just fish for like 12 hours and you might get it. And I I did all those because I don't know why I enjoyed it, but I did. It's just something about it. It's fun, Mere. right? It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's getting to a goal, Mere basically. Has fishing yeah. in it, and it's so bad. Mm. <laughs> I thought I thought it might be really good based on what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> so man, not even they can't even get the fishing. They can't even get the fishing right. It's off the podcast. Go um, buy snare, enjoys it. <laughs> yeah. Tweets about it. Like. Mm, there, there's no, there's no like real time action and consequence involved. You kind of press a button in front of a bo- body of water and. And, and press like the win game button and hope that the dice rolls good to win the game. Oof, man. That's how a lot of fishing works in games, though. I mean, uh, it's, it's the same uh, in Minecraft, uh, same in World of Warcraft. You should play RuneScape, George. I oh, did God. a lot of fishing in that game. I'm, I'm I mean, just like not clicking. compatible with MMOs. I don't know why, Ooh, but this whole, this whole Maple school Story. of game design is something that's, that that's not, not the Giorgio sphere. Delicious. For me, it's like it depends on the game. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Maple Story is one of those games where, well, back in the day, getting up to two hundred was like no one did, no one did, and anyone who had two hundred character, you know, they put in the work. You know. That they spent hours it's a badge of honor and hours yes Ooh. like so when they walk around they got little cosmetics and whatever from the store you <laughs> know you know what the deal is you know like man look at that level 200 it wasn't like oh this guy has no life no this guy was like they were like there was you're, honor you're dealing there. with a bona fide badass yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'll tell you yeah, 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 yeah. they were like crowd around you and start doing emoticons and stuff like oh my god <laughs> yeah it was the cutest thing ever but yeah yeah i played a lot of that game so uh kind of changing gears a bit the the Giorgio sphere even though i'm i've been lately very unfortunately deep in the depths of games not compatible with it i think there's a lot of stuff coming out soon that that i'm really looking forward to and might end up enjoying for some reason a lot of good games are coming out this uh winter going on spring it kind of feels like 2015 again with how many how many good games are coming out in march um we just had for honor and re7 release along with neo i really wish i had the time for neo but uh horizon zero dawn just dropped it was reviewed very very highly zelda's coming out next oh, wow. week yeah, it was. near uh auto tomato is coming out next week which i am looking forward to even though i'm not liking this one that i'm playing through 
I I really enjoyed the demo for that, and it's 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 platinum doing. Isn't that a, isn't isn't platinum doing? Yeah yeah, 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 like like classic platinum hack and slash style gameplay, and that's 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 very deep in the Giorgio sphere. I, I, I bet there's not going to be fishing in this game. Uh, yeah, I just found out a, a friend of mine is doing is voicing the lead in that game. Oh wow, the yeah, that's the cool. girl robot to be. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Her name is uh, Kira Buckland, but she just announced, I think, today that she is doing the voice for that. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I wonder how that works because, like, they had a demo out with uh, with with English voiceovers that that had to have been her. Oh, that's probably um, just um, in, like probably in her contract to not yeah. announce it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. NDA. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So. I I, if it's platinum, I'll even if I haven't played near, I might check it mm-hmm. out just because. Oh I like well, platinum. you also might want to watch the the Super Bunny Hop video coming out next week, explaining <laughs> what happened in near before you get into the sequel. Whew, now that's a segue. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I guess is that the wrap up cue? <laughs> well, th- nah. th- there's also ukulele coming out. You, you, anyone here looking oh, forward to good. ukulele? We're real close. Yeah. That's, oh, that's it, coming is out that in April. Already April. It has wow. gone gold. Wow. And well, it's real, real good. It's gone then gold. It's it's yeah, it's completed yeah, development. They're just making it pretty it's at this point, to, basically. Yeah, the marketing mm-hmm. at least pretty. Um, and Bethesda's right? Prey comes out on May fifth. This is kind of an interesting oh, reboot. That. Do you guys remember Prey from two thousand five? Yeah, yeah. The game was looked a nothing like this. Charming game. but mediocre shooter that had kind of like a Turok theme, where where you're on a goopy alien spaceship and had portals anyways completely forget about it because for some reason they decided to use the same name and the ip that wasn't exactly a very valuable one anyway to reboot something that looks kind of like a system shock themed uh first person horror shooter on on a spaceship where where you confront the vast oblivion of of the darkness of space while while also trying to survive against shadow monsters chasing after you it looks pretty cool i mean I don't know. I've seen I've seen some trailers and whatnot, and it looks like it looks like something that might be up my alley. And yesterday, a trailer dropped for something called Battle Princess Madeline, that is a Ghost and Goblins homage that that looks like another um, indie production value, sixteen bit side scroller, but kind of sort of a cut above the rest. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say another thing, but are you done? Do you have anything else to say about just really cute, really quality pixel art and in true Ghost and Goblins fashion when when your character is wearing the full suit of armor and throwing stuff all over the screen, the screen is going nuts with projectiles and explosion sprites. It looks looks good. Looks okay. You like or I mean. I'm just assuming by that description that you're you're kind of into the Ghosts and Goblins. When I was a kid, I, I haven't thought about that franchise in like what feels like ten years. But um, God, okay, I just forgot the name of it. There was actually a free, if I remember correctly, indie game that was made that was like a really good tribute to Ghosts and Goblins. I think it's Mad- Maldita. Castilla. Whoa. Maldita Castilla. It's like, there's like a lot of like, um, Spanish, like, lore stuff in it. Like, it, it's like Ghosts and Goblins, but with a very, like, Spanish twist on it. Like, one of the, the bosses is like a robotic demon Don Quixote. <laughs> uh, 
And it's like straight up like Ghosts and Goblins style of gameplay. And I watched a few friends play through it. And if you want a, a fix before that comes, before uh, Battle Princess Madeline comes out, you should try that. Also, I don't know if anybody's seen this. There's a game that's going into Kickstarter, I think today? No, Kickstarter on February 21st. So two days ago it launched. Have you guys heard of Narita Boy? Yes. Mm, no. no. I almost put okay. it on the on the outline. I'm just gonna link the trailer in here because even if if you don't care about video games, this trailer is I would say the best video game trailer I have ever watched in your oh. life. Um, it's it is just like <laughs> better yeah, than my like life. E3 2013 <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five. Pixels. I mean, I don't really give a shit about Metal Gear Solid. That was so, yeah. such a good trailer. But, it was way better yeah. than the game. Either way, if you guys are interested in seeing like a cool game, and I am probably going to back this because it looks amazing. Uh, it's like an 80s, like 80s as in like the aesthetic of the 80s, like the pinks and purples and like uh, scan lines and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Weird, like kind of floppy I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you're surfing like on a floppy your character, disk. Like, your character like surfs on a floppy disk and there's like this great soundtrack and like it looks like Hyperlight Drifter but more so into this weird 80s aesthetic and this Capybara? I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. You just need to like watch it, the Narita Boy final trailer. This It's fucking Rad. This looks There's, like Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Yeah, actually. yeah. I'm yeah, wondering yeah. If they it's cite the same that as artist. one of their inspirations. Oh, no, okay. they cite they cite that as one of their inspirations for the art style. But like, yeah. I I would just watch this trailer. Just like that was a cool trailer. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, it's so, full of. I mean, I'm already cool getting effects. it. Like, I see this and I and I throw money at my screen. Oh, you know, don't do that. Anything to do with this type of pixel, like it, it can't be that much. I will optimistically look forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to enter my credit cards. Oh, my God, Matt. <laughs> this is the... This is Just go gonna for be, it. This is going to be the I first game I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to explode. It's going to be the first game I'm going to back on Kickstarter since Indivisible, which is also looking like it's shaping up really well. I hope um, so. I'm going to play that. They said that if there's enough interest and if they can get a dev kit, they might have a switch option available for Indivisible for any people who did physical copy backing. So if that happens, I'm changing mine to the switch. I never, I never, I couldn't beat the the demo. I, it was just too hard, I guess. I can't remember what the wall was. Like maybe I wasn't doing the combos right. Or something. It's a little tough. Yeah. Uh, there's a character with heels. If you weren't using her heels enough, then that would probably yeah. be a thing. I if, <laughs> probably play it now and probably be better at it, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, we went a lot longer than intended. Pretty much like every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we got to always complain that pack, yeah, yeah, people complain it's too short, and then we always fucking go over time. Um, but thank you to our guest Sung Wong Cho, aka ProZD, for coming on here. What's up, guys? Sundu here, cutting in real quick to say that unfortunately at this point, uh, ProZD's recording stopped, so um, I'm just going to cut ahead to the next part. 
where we all plug our stuff. But you can find him at ProZDKP on Twitter. Or if you just pretty much Google ProZD, you can find all of his stuff. Uh, go check that guy out. He's a really cool dude. All right. Back to the last bit of the podcast where Matt doesn't plug his channel right. Cool, cool. Um, and you can find me at SenderCR on Twitter, uh, youtube.com slash SenderGamer for my, my videos, factorial review coming out uh, before the end of 2017. Uh, I'm youtube.com slash I skipped a video this week because Nier is taking forever. Actually, I lie. That's youtube.com slash show. I don't even know my own URL. But next week, I'm going to be doing a video on Nier. The objective has changed from basically uh, trying to make a video about my thoughts playing this game to trying to make a video about the appeal of this game and why it has fans. That is now the goal because <laughs> I don't get it. I have to now try to get it. And um, it's I think that might actually be more helpful, though, for people going into the sequel because there's... There's a lot of of a very bitter thing to swallow here that that might ultimately have uh, some some nutritious value about about perspectives on other games. And uh, I'm yeah, I, if it's anything, even though I'm not really looking forward to playing the game, I'm really looking forward to writing the script. Really looking forward to the heavy backlash from all the near fans that you're going to get. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how many times I just say "I love you" before talking about how <laughs> infuriated this game made me. But I don't think I'll even do that. So much as I'll just try to like stick to hard uh, plot synopsis um, mm. analysis and behind the scenes interview uh, sort of dealies. Sounds dope. Matt, what about you? Uh, you can find me at YouTube.com. Oh, boy. Just YouTube.com? <laughs> Nothing else? <laughs> You'll find me there. He's, he's there. <laughs> oh, you're such a cute boy. <laughs> I should be having a video out there about uh, putting butter in your coffee. God damn it. All right. It's at, it's at Matt Visual on Twitter, youtube.com slash Matt Visual. That's where you can find him. <laughs> um, I should be doing some regular stuff soon. I'm getting some new equipment. I'm thinking about trying out some different Yo. types of uh, videos. Uh, a, a better way. Since I got a job, it's been, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a little crazy. It's been, it's been a little crazy, especially preparing for the yeah. trip. Japan Fun trip. fact, it's really hard to make videos when you have a full-time job. Yeah, it is. I moved like right next door and it's still, it's still pretty hard. It's still pretty hard, <laughs> especially for these t- types of videos. So yeah, uh, expect to see stuff. It's coming. Alrighty. Well, that's it for the podcast this week. Uh, we we <laughs> have a, a famous musical guest though, live in the studio tonight. Yeah, uh, performing, taking us out right, right next to us in in the building that we're totally recording this podcast in yeah. is yep. is none other than 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 the meme magician's Smash Mouth. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. 
Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. I head to the rules and I hit the ground running. That didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Play now, you're an all-star, get your goof on, go play. Play now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. All that glitter just gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. It's a cool place, and they say it gets colder. You're bundled up now, wait till you get older. Medium and bite to differ, judging by the hole in the satellite picture. The ice we skate pretty thin. Water's getting warm so you might as well swim. My world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored. Play now. You're an all-star. Get your goof on. Go play. Play now. You're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. Yuck. This is my jam. I got these sick beats. Play now, you're an all-star. Get your goof on, go play. Play now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars, great fuck. <laughs>